Hello and welcome. We are here. We are live on a Friday night once again, Jasonless. So I do apologize for my hosting. Uh, this is episode 151. We're recording live April 4th, 2018. On this week's episode, we'll be talking, well, two of us will be talking about the newest, newest, newest Power of the Primes episode. Uh, Wave 2 studio series are hitting uh, collector's hands, so we get to have a look at them up close. And uh, we have some more promising news from the Bumblebee movie. All that and coming up. Start well. All that and more coming up after this. <laughs> Also, it's May, but anyway. Details, details. Oh, dear. <laughs> May. Yeah. It's going to be May. Live on May 4th. That's right. I'll cut that in. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, those watching, you have a uh, slight insight into tonight's runnings. Um, hello, welcome. Thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, coming back after missing the 150th episode last week because he uh, he cared, but he was off-continent. Max, Tibby, welcome back. Thank you. I, I would have liked to, and initially I thought, yeah, this will work out fine, and then Malaysian internet slowly got worse and worse and worse to a point where, I don't remember, but it took me, it took me 35 minutes, I think it was, for a Facebook message to send. <laughs> wow. That's some kind of record. Yeah, I think it must be, but uh, no, back now. And it's a, it's a really cool country to visit. Um, it it is a bit strange in some areas. Like, I went to see Infinity War, and uh, was it in was it in their native tongue? <laughs> no, it was in English, just with subtitles. But it was also eight dollars. So I'm like, good, I need to see this movie. But uh, all the swear words were just cut out, and really? the scene where. Star Lord puts up his middle finger. <laughs> what? That's barely a spoiler. Um, okay, come on. Star Lord puts up his middle finger. Firstly, when, when does he do that? I don't remember that. Well, if I say that, then it'll be an actual spoiler. <laughs> oh, okay, well, there you go. First up, if you haven't seen it yet, you're probably the 1% like me. Secondly, last week we were delayed by an hour through Infinity War talk, and tonight we've been delayed again by 40 minutes through Infinity War talk. So it's kind of a big movie. Uh, yeah, it's only like the biggest movie ever. I went. And, I went. Oh, sorry. Before I get into that, uh, Mikey joined us back from Sydney. How are you, Mikey? Yeah, I'm also here. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Mikey. Um. Yeah. No. Good. Nothing. Nothing much has changed. Oh, I got my full license. Like I told the guys before, but I thought I'd just let the entire world know. It's Congratulations! You are now mobile. I am now more mobile than I was on my green. So. <laughs> yeah, very, very pleased with that. Oh, lovely. No, I was. Um, I had to go and do a medical yesterday for my new job that I start on Tuesday. Oh, thank God. Um, and I was talking, talking to the bloke there. I was hoping that um, I could fit in an Infinity War watch between medical and another checkup, but uh, time wouldn't allow for. And uh, I was saying to him that, um, yeah, the world's going to see Infinity War, but I. Ain't Super Troopers 2 needs my $15 more. 
So I would have gone and seen that, but of all yeah, of all any movie that decides to release the same time as Infinity War, unfortunately Super Troopers true too. I hope I hope they work it out though. Oh, it'll still make it. I just think yeah. the, the theater I went to, I went to twice and that was all they were playing. Infinity War? Yeah. Like they're just like, Yeah, we're not making money off anything else this weekend. Yeah. No, yeah, fair enough. Well, so, that's that's a well. You, it a, a film term in ten years in the making that is going to be that's the most hyped thing since a slice of bread. You know, um, I don't know. I, I, of course, you'd put the ball on. You just say, "Sorry, guys, you're not going to have your. Uh, we're not going to have any other movies this week. We're just going to try and get everyone in because, like, it made as much in the first weekend than Justice League did for its whole run. So that was pretty funny. <laughs> Oh, yeah, like, it's going to hit a billion this weekend. And, I mean, it's already got the biggest yeah. opening weekend ever. And of all time, yeah. I'm hoping that it unseats Avatar, not because <laughs> I think it's, like, a massively, you know, it, not because I really want this movie to make $2 billion, but because I want Avatar to no longer be the highest grossing movie of all time. I also do because the is the director of Avatar James Cameron or something or Yes. James Cameron he's... does what James Cam- Cameron does because he's James Cameron. But James Cameron said I hope Infinity War flops because I want to still be on top. So I'm just like, okay, screw you. I really want Infinity War to go James well. James Cameron if... says, oh, I don't like superhero movies cuz it's just a big franchise. And now excuse me while I go make five more Avatars. Yeah, no. If it's The like, Force Awakens if The Force Awakens didn't do it Infinity War won't. Infinity War will, I reckon. I think it's a bigger franchise than Star Wars. I reckon the second one, the second one would be bigger than this one. The although, Inventors Four. Yeah, although maybe without going into spoilers, uh, this Infinity War is to the Force Awakens as the Last Jedi is to Infinity War Two or <laughs> Four. Uh, Avengers four. It just, but at least they've got the same director coming back, so it's not going to be just someone else going. Oh well, we're so, going to just go. That, that's not going to happen. Click. I think if, I think Infinity War was more well received than The Force Awakens, and definitely more well received than the uh, Last Jedi. So it was I better th- received. Like it was better received um, by audiences than both of those, but not by critics. Just, yeah, because just... critics loved uh, the the Last Jedi, didn't they? Yeah, like if you look at the disparity on Rotten Tomatoes, it's like ninety five percent critics, forty eight percent audience. Whereas, what's uh, what's Infinity War? I think it's eighty four percent critics, and can't remember what it is for audience. Critic... Probably still pretty high. Critics aside, going leading up to it. From the trail, did any from from the trailers go? Oh wow, I'm excited! I'm giggling! I'm laughing! I'm scared, or anything? Uh, mostly just the music, honestly. Oh yeah, Sylvester like, scores fantastic, and yeah, Sylvester can do no wrong. Yeah, what's his name? Sylvester Stallone. Alan no. Sylvester. No, he did oh, like okay. Back to the Future and Predator. Or the Predator. first Avengers. <laughs> yeah, um, oh, I love that music. Yeah, the music made the trailers for me. I mean, if you took away the music, I wouldn't have watched the trailers as many times as I did. But nothing... Yeah, you got Cap sitting there wrestling with Thanos and whatever's going to happen there and whatever happens there in the film. But just in the lead-up to the show tonight, 
catching up on a couple of trials beforehand and I'm there's still that the the marketing for Deadpool two is just gets me gall goosebumpy and <laughs> giggly. Oh yeah, that looks it good. Just, and even with Deadpool two there's still stuff that they're hiding. Like with Infinity War, all the big like holy shit moments in the movie, those would all be spoilers if you put them in a trailer. Uh, Most well spoil trying to again staying spoiler free. They seem to have taken uh, a cue from Rogue One with showing stuff in the trail that's not in the film. Um, yeah. Not going, <laughs> yes, I did uh, notice that. Not going into what that is, um, I did notice that. Yeah, but it's just. Or they showed stuff that was um, like they showed it with the dialogue, but it didn't match the scene when it came to the movie. Yeah, they like sense. okay. Yeah, there's like a line that in the trailer Gamora says, where in the movie Bruce Banner says it. Like stuff like that. And then there's like yeah. shots at everything and everything. Like when 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 Thingo says get this man when um, Black Panther says get this man a shield, he's in a different location when he says it and so And it's not a Captain America shield either. <laughs> I hate this I hate his new shield design so much. Really, really hate it. Oh, there's there's a lot we can criticize about and uh given an off the rails in the future i'm sure there'll be a free hour episode where we're talking about it more but um anyway yeah. transformers yeah, yeah. Tra- transformers bot shots weekly congratulations this week to christopher turner our queensland rep who has uh transformers uh legend slipstream legend slipstream yeah um encased in a dome of doom um, no, it's it's it, he referenced the the comment from it. I remember was I'm trapped in a glass cage of emotion from um, <laughs> from Anchorman. Um, so that Anchorman, was Anchorman. Yes, yeah. so that it's was a a glass dome and not a phone booth. But uh, yeah, yeah, uh, everyone got the reference, and uh, yeah. it was Liked a clear it. winner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, congratulations, Chris. You're now in the win in the draw for the uh, May raffle. I don't have a figure for the uh, April one just yet. I'm just going to draw it and uh, message the message the uh, winner and see what they're after, and see if we can work something out because just there's no there's no figures coming out here at all retail and um yeah I have to go and check out some of the local sales and see what they're Isn't selling. That the same for you, Max. You're not really getting that much figure wise, or. Uh, well, it wasn't, and then April turned out like everything I had on pre-order released in April. So oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just getting flooded with stuff. Swapped. Yeah. But what about in-store? In-store? Oh, um, nothing really. Right. It's just, yeah, not much for retail. Not much at retail for me right now. Yeah. But, uh, apart... At least not that I could find. Yeah. Apart from the Studio Series stuff I got in Canberra at um, Toy World, there's no... There's no, I haven't seen any studio stuff here anywhere, and I I walked all over town yesterday before the uh, <laughs> my medical appointment, um, checking several different uh, toy retails, and there's just nothing. Shelves are empty. There's no new figures coming in whatsoever. So it's um it's a sad time. Those posts in the group that uh, shelves are full, celebrate and uh, enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Toys R Us's in the moment are pretty good because I found my um, uh, the stuff I got this week 
the uh, at that. Toys R Us is being reasonably really reasonable at the moment. Then they're not having the jacked up prices. They're just going for um, the normal retail prices, which is cool. And yeah. they're just the shop that are getting it. They're pretty much the only place um, around that are getting the uh, Studio Series for me at least. Yeah. I think Maya had a really good sort of buy two get everything 40% off sale. Which, the yeah, day, which but they have well the jacked up people. prices. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Maya was one store that did actually have the Studio Series for retail. They actually had... There was two um, Titans Return uh, Fort Maxes there on clearance for $300. <laughs> yeah, like, Down from Maya's so hit and miss. Sometimes they'll have like the best prices around and, and other times they'll almost. have... Met like Fort Max for like four hundred bucks. Yeah. Well, you need those fifty percent sales. I have when they do that. That's um. That's when you're uh when you're winning, but um, when you're losing, uh, <laughs> you have Machinima's new Power of the Primes, Prime Wars trilogy animated feature. <laughs> I haven't seen it. You two have. So this is where my comments end. Guys, take it away. <laughs> right. So, do you remember how Combiner Wars uh, was teased? And they said, this is going to be like the Game of Thrones of animation. you know, And this is going to be Transformers for mature audiences. And it's going to really darkest, push The darkest, the grittiest, the best you'll ever see. And then it did about as far from that as you could possibly get. And then Titan's Return got slated. And we saw the trail for that and we said, oh, this looks better. And then again, they said, yeah, this, this is going to be, you know, really pushing boundaries, something new, something different and much more engaging story. And now granted, time has returned. The best way I could describe it would be not quite as bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then we see Prime Wars come along, which... Uh, you know, we look at things and we say, oh, this is a this stellar voice cast and the trailer looked really amazing. Um, it looked like we are going to dig deep into Transformers mythology. Continuing the focus of if we have the voice actors, then they will come. Yeah, basically. <laughs> about the, And even then, it's like, maybe it's one of the weaker performances from any of them. Like even the, yeah, like, like I said, at least it's not it's not quite as bad no. in this case again. Like but even with the voice actors, it feels like um the voice actor for Megatron, who was previously really good, it I almost feel like he's given up. It's not a line because he had some great lines in the past series. Has he just got shit lines or is it just the acting? I think yeah, there's no real he doesn't have that sort of that snark that he had beforehand, he's just like, he's not funny. He's he's not witty. Just an asshole. <laughs> he's not witty. Yeah, he's kind of. Actually, yeah, no, basically. he's not even that. He's just grumpy. He's he's a grumpy old man. Yeah, and I've the, been around this whole time. I've seen the shit. Yeah, like, there's no strength of deliverance lines. You know, it, it's very monotone. Um, and then even you know they bring in Greg Berger. And they say, yeah, okay, speak like you're speaking in caps lock or something. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, you remember what you did in G1 with Grimlock? Yeah, can you just pretend you're Grimlock and doing you're an impression of Grimlock? 
Exactly. <laughs> and yep. it doesn't work. It doesn't. And it's you'd think they'd promote the toys and not make Grimlock the masterpiece Grimlock, but you know, whatever. I just um, that was odd. Right? But it used to be so easy to make fun of this series, and now it's just kind of sad. Yeah, it is very sad. It's like this is what people's impression of mature Transformers is going to be. And if that's if this is what it is, then um, <laughs> our fan is going to go down the toilet. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> this is the benchmark. Well, now I'm going to go and watch Revenge of the Fallen after this record. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, and even just looking at the, we the can't photo, get that bad. Right. Even looking at the photo on screen, they don't understand that um, Beast Wars and G1 are different. Um, having Primal and Megatron back to back here just doesn't work. <laughs> well, having Primal and Megatron is also then just being like, because there's no other Beast Wars characters in this, so it basically just went, yeah, okay, we'll kill off Optimus Prime at the end of Titan's Return for weight, and then oh yeah, we'll just bring back, <laughs> we'll just bring in Optimus Primal to fill that exact same role. <sighs> Answering Mikey's spoiler warning, I. Uh... When I seen the trailer and seen the dead prime, I'm going, oh, okay, so they killed him. Because I didn't watch, I didn't watch the last couple of episodes. I was out. Well, if you want to know how bad the show was, I watched the entire thing and I just, I forgot the prime died. <laughs> yeah. I, I also forgot the Megatronus was in it. I forgot that Megatron yeah. was in charge because it's an inherently unmemorable show. Yeah. So, do we actually want to talk about what happened in the episode? Because it not like not a lot happened, but like still stuff. If there's any, if there's any like... key points you want to discuss, go for it. Mm. <laughs> One big thing that came out of Tide's return was the fact that Overlord had captured Hot Rod and was transforming him or converting him into yeah. Rodimus Minor Prime Rodimus Unicronus Maximus Maximus Death Winnebago. I think they're calling Death. him Rodimus Cron. Unicronus, Unicronus. Terrible. <sighs> Rodimus Unicronus is his name, which is crappy. But um, so it, it seems that so we didn't get um, we didn't get him at all in this episode. So that was I, th- I was expecting to see him. You know what? Not a lot happened in this episode. Basically, what happened was Megatron and Victorion and Wind Windblade. Of course, she's there, and I think that was it. I'm not sure. There might be another character. They're all just walking through this forest on Cybertron because there's like they're a forest. For, it wasn't. They're looking a, for a Requiem Blaster, aren't they? Yeah, right. We always need a MacGuffin. Yeah, because that yeah that worked really well in. Did it work well in Armada? I don't know. I can't remember if the Minicon things really worked out well in Armada. But the the Requiem Blasters from Armada originally, where it was formed by three Minicons, um, but I don't think they're going to go that route for this show but yeah so the mcmuffin of this uh series is the requiem blaster and megatron's leading the autobots victorion who's still missing an arm and hasn't un- uh, like uncombined at all um is still walking around as a giant robot and you've got Wimblade being annoying they're walking around is what as i can only describe as being a kid playing with his toys on in the grass because the forest just looks like big you know, things of grass just coming out of the ground. Yeah, so like it doesn't look like trees or anything. Electronic grass, which Elec- doesn't make but a massive, lot of sense. But massive electronic grass. Like it's like three times the size of Victorian. So it's like this massive grass area. 
and they're just walking towards somewhere that they hope the Requiem Blaster is. Um, and it's then like the Forge of Solus Prime, isn't it? Uh, yeah, but like, I don't know how they Megatron just has a hunch of where this thing is. I think. Yeah. Yeah, like one other thing I'm pointing out is, I feel like in the previous shows there were at least there are characters that are at least enjoyable to watch in this mm. first episode at least there's not a single likable character there's not a likable moment there's no moment there's no... that says you know this oh i agree with this character or i disagree with this character there's nothing it's just all very plain and just... well, yeah, but the characters you can't engage with them or get invested no. in them like it, you know not the protagonist is just like they're all assholes yeah, basically, yeah. Victorian's an arsehole, Windblade's an arsehole, Megatron's an arsehole, they make up a trio. And yeah. it could work well, you know, like I did in previous series, where it's like, you know, Megatron's really up himself, and so he plays off the rest of them. But now everyone's just super uppity. Like, and it's, it's just not enjoyable to watch, because it's just each character doing their own slight variation on the same beat. Yeah. And then, so they're walking through this weird forest, and then, you know, grass. lo and behold, grass. It's, it's grass. It, it's, it's just grass. Glowy, glowy blue and green grass. Just, <laughs> it makes no sense. Um, and then the Dinobots just like, hey, we're in this show. We're just going to come out and say hi. And then they're just, oh, and Perceptor's there, because this is one of the things. Um, the Dinobots are like, oh, we're, we're all animals. We don't know who you are. Perceptor comes up and says, hey, remember me? We used to work together and shit like that. And then Grimbog's like, oh, you're a nerd. And then he just, like, kicks him or something. And then, like, um, then they just start fighting. And then they start losing the Dinobots on themselves. By their, I think they start losing the battle, which is not, not your typical Dinobots. Uh, and this is why I hate them Dinobots combining, because the show is going to make it like, oh, the Dinobots aren't powerful enough but already as they are, as which the Dinobots in their dino, dinosaur modes are very powerful, you know, in general. But they're going to play them down because, hey, guess what? At the end of this, they were just they're, they're losing, and you're just like, oh, you've made me mad, and they combined into, into Volcanus. And I was happy about that actually because after two series where they've had a massive focus on combiners, we actually see a combiner combine for the first time. <laughs> it might not have been the first time because I th I vaguely remember Devastator having the constructor cons combined in in the last one. Oh, I checked. Yeah. The huh? There's been, like, I checked and there's like other people saying it as well. Like, this is the literal first time it's happened. Well, there you go. I mean, like, so... Which I, I guess is technically a good thing. <laughs> yeah, but so I don't think it is. highlight because... the inherent flaws in the other series. <laughs> but that's like getting to darken a moon before Transformers transform. That's not a good thing. <laughs> yeah, it's... And then just basically nothing. And then uh, I think really at, at the start, you have Megatronus monologuing just about how, you know, he's got the, he's got the Matrix. Does he have the Matrix? Yeah, he's, he's got the Matrix. Matrix, and the, the Enigma of Combination. And all he needs now is the third McMuffin because it's a trilogy. We need three McMuffins. And he doesn't, he yeah. never says what for though. He's no, he doesn't say it. He's just like, I need all three for you and we all assume he's talking to unicron for some reason isn't it quite isn't it quite obvious he's going to get them those three he's going to get the minicon data disc he's going to get the something of something and the create a disc. 
and create yeah the golden disc, and he's going to have the Cybertronian gauntlet to put on his left. Infinity gauntlet, and he's going to click his fingers, and then half. <laughs> The Transformers will return after these messages. Led by Megatron's hunger for power, they will destroy anything in their way. Disguised as Earth vehicles, Optimus Prime and the heroic Autobots have the power to protect the world from the destruction of the Decepticons. The battle's beginning. Which side are you on? Autobot or Decepticon? Transformers figures each sold separately. Actual change time will vary. To the Transformers. Spoilers. No, come on. Everyone knows what happens when he clicks his fingers. That's the, not there are some people all. who don't know. <laughs> Brad, it's a uh, little ending point right there. Okay. <laughs> As if there's people that don't know what happens. People have work, Mikey. So what? You should know. Anyway, I take back that statement that I never said because Brad's going to edit it out. <laughs> Maybe we should have just, like, not complained about it and all and just let it slide so no one realises. Yeah. So, yeah, this, uh, so he gets the, so, we, we all assume that he's working for Unicron, right? Um, yeah, it, it's like, it's really heavily implied that he's working for Unicron. Unicron. Apparently he killed Unicron as well. So Yeah, like, like he's just, he felt really bad about it, so now he's putting him back together. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to ask, since we've seen the head, they they couldn't just leave it out. Like, could you imagine if they didn't, okay, maybe not, but if that Unicron head wasn't in a trailer and just all of a sudden he turns around and says he's working for building, fixing whatever Unicron in episode four or five. And you yeah, just see... such a cool reveal. Yeah. A bit like in the last night where, except they... Totally didn't where they left it out and then in the trailers and then only revealed it in the movie. I mean, it was really poorly done in the movie, but it was still pretty cool. Wait, what that he was in it? That yeah, but Unicron was in the movie. Right. In the thing, yeah. Um. Don't touch him. He doesn't like to be touched. He doesn't like him. To, he doesn't like to be touched that way. I don't mm. care. I don't like him. I don't want him here. Yeah. I'm suddenly um, happy about the reboot. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> All right, final thoughts. Final thoughts uh, on Power of the Primes. Nothing it... happened in this episode, basically. Yeah, it's exactly as bad as you've come to expect. It's a nothing episode. I reckon you can probably watch the second episode without watching this one. Without yeah, watching I this one, I will understand what's going on. Continue to watch this show so I can trash on it once a week. Oh, of course, me too. Uh, and I'll just sit back and listen. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Coming up next, on to some better news. Um, yeah. We've seen some photos previously of prototypes and the uh, production images of CEO Series Wave 2. Now we've got some in-hand images of uh, Megatron and Brawl. Obviously, we did have some issues to bring up last time we've seen this figure, Megatron that is, with uh, the feet not seeming to be transformed correctly. It seems to be a lot better in box with those uh, those feet set up the way they are. Yeah, and then when we've seen other images as well, like in hand, it does look even better. So this is clearly, um, you know, it's clearly a well-engineered feat, just crappy Hasbro promotional images. Mm. <laughs> I think the major takeaway from these is like, while we have seen other, you know, in hand images, they were 
kind of not of the best quality and kind of find a far away. But here we get a really good look at the paint scheme on the figure. I don't think there's really much of a paint scheme. I think it's mostly grey plastic, but what, yeah. what's painted is good. And I think yeah, that's I think fair enough. It's The thing with grey plastic is I'm happy to see it's not as bad as we initially thought it would be. Mm. Like, at the start, it looked like it would be just that generic, dull Hasbro grey. Mm. But now it's certainly duller than I'd like it to be. But, you know, it, it looks pretty decent there. It doesn't, it doesn't look terrible. It's just no. kind of... It, it, it looks like a passably coloured figure. Yeah, it, it suffers the same issue as the blackout, I feel. Just grey plastic and not painted. Um, funnily enough, the box art for it is not the same as the uh, actual figure, where the figure's got the bronze-coloured inlay. The uh, On the box, it's all black. Yeah, and the box seems to have, like... The box seems to have more detail on the vehicle mode as well. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that oh. isn't that what we come to expect with boxes nowadays? Anyway, like they usually <laughs> don't like they used to just have the Takara Takara um figures on the back whenever Takara had painted them better, and they just had the Takara p- p- uh, images on the back and just like oh look at how cool this looks on the back. Why doesn't it look like what it looks on front? Well, so, primes primes on the back of this box, which means this must be a Hasbro <laughs> Hasbro yeah. design because uh, we sort of talked before about. Grimlock, how he was, um, how much paint and detail went oh, yeah. into him. So that much. seems it's like, like the Takara one. They took all like the all the paint, like half of the paint budget from Blackout, and they put it to Grimlock. Mm. So that's, I think that's what they did. I mean, that yeah. like, and it sort of it sort of worked out. You know, Blackout doesn't need that paint. No, he doesn't. As much as Grimlock. Does. I didn't. I didn't think the paint job was too bad on Black. I think it was fine, actually. I love Blackout, to be honest. I love Grimlock. They're both really good. Um, but, I mean, this thing, uh, ever since I saw the first pictures, I thought this thing looked amazing, no matter the paint or anything. I mean, this, I, again, like Max, I would have liked it a bit more, I guess. Yeah, I mean, the colours are certainly an issue, but they're not so much of an issue as we initially thought they'd be. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise... And- it looks like an incredibly solid Voyager figure. Yeah, like with minimal kibble, it looks. Yeah, there's, there's no kibble on this thing. This yeah. thing it's like a perfect rubber mode to perfect vehicle mode. Yeah, which which the leader class couldn't do, and the Voyager class can. Go figure. Well, yeah. that's... Voyager's... Hasbro's just killing it recently. Oh, yeah. Voyager seems to be absolute standout size class. Yeah. Yeah, and the original, the original Revenge of the Fallen Megatron, the Voyager... The, yeah, the Voyager figure was pretty solid like this but it had a massive shell backpack yeah and it didn't look a hundred percent like megatron whereas this looks like it just jumped off the screen really but then even with the paint stuff like you look at all the um sort of gold details picked down in the chest that we couldn't really see quite as well in previous images that looks fantastic it does the red eyes are great as well but that's if he was a prime prime and trim megatron of the era but he he spent time under the ocean in the um in the film. There's sort of rust detail. If this had sort of that, okay, maybe not rust detail, but poosmere that um Skeletron and some of those figures from the last night had. Yeah, uh, it, that is. Strange, or even the green, because it, it's just a flat grey, and it's sort of yes, okay, um, blackout being a leader figure. He's got some detail there, but but again, it's just like a massive grey plastic where there's no. There's a lot of there's a lot of no paint on it. Yeah, like this that 
sort of um, dry brushing on the paint is something that I've only recently brought in. And mm. I'm surprised Com I wouldn't do it here. Common as well. Like such an obvious spot to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Because the whole well, thing was he was resurrected from the bottom of the ocean where he'd been there for a year or two. Well, you say that, and the, I mean, the bumblebee that they did didn't have all the uh, raster detail and all that on um, as the original, well, as the first. Yeah, from yeah, the good call. Yeah, yeah, no, good call. Um, but yeah, I'm happy with this looking like this because it just looks so great. And I mean, I can't wait to figure out how it transforms because I mean, it looks like it's uh, maybe a bit of a puzzly one. I don't know because I just don't get how it works, but. Yeah, I'm actually um, really keen to see how it does seem to change shape a fair bit. You know, I'm yeah, looking like a little, like a total. Like a see, total. Especially how the treads come together, I think yeah. it'd be really mm -hmm. cool. Because it looks like got... the, the entire treads are just in his legs, so they're like they're like splay out or something. But um, then you've got the you've got the painted detail there, like the cogs on the inside, the legs, the like, drive cogs, and that there on the tracks as well. Which just, I wish I wish we had a photo here of it in its tank mode. Like it's yeah, just... I expect we'll see some more images very soon, which give us like a final idea. Yeah, of exactly what this guy's going to be yeah. in hand. But but size aside, this is definitely the definitive Megatron from the uh, Remove the Fallen slash Dark of the Moon that we've got so far. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I hope is... I hope there's a Dark of the Moon version coming. I, I want. I think there was one rumored because we did get a few big lists of like leaked studio series product which had you know like bumble movie stuff mm -hmm. etc so and i think there was a darker moon megatron on there so yeah. you, you talked about that sort of um paint wash that they did on a few figures that'd be a perfect place for them to bring that in on a megatron would be to do it on a dark moon version yeah yeah because that, that that version of megatron deserves it the most because that's the that's the i've lost everything megatron i'm yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm more rusty and like this one was like Fair enough that they wanted to make him more shiny because I mean I guess because he's made new, so he's, this isn't completely new body. But that the one that we um, get in Dark of the Moon, he's rusted, he's he's decrepit, he's um he's he's at the worst he's ever been. So like that's got that, the hole the hole in the head where this one doesn't have the hole in the head. Well, that's because yeah, the whole the end of the movie. Yeah, that's the right. end of um. Oh, he does too. Yep, okay. At yep, the end sorry. of yeah, right after it's, give it's me a blast. Your face. Yeah, yeah. Is after it a blast the blast from Optimus taken. Prime? No, he, he cuts across his head and jams his sword into the pillar in the um ancient temple. So he sort of he goes to cut his head off, but it hits the pillar and only takes half it. Okay, because it's been a while since I've watched yeah. Revenge of the Fall One for obvious yeah. reasons. But love it. Go see. It. Go watch it. It's good fun. Um, <laughs> is, it? is it though? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, the taste of the nuts. Perfect. Oh, Michael, oh, but you're, you're you're a genius. Yeah. So, and that's and that's one of the things like that. The deluxe Dark of the Moon Megatron. It's a representation of the character. It's not what the character was on screen. So, um, I just wish we had a tank mode for this guy here. But um, look, the Voyager one wasn't bad. No, it wasn't bad, but it just didn't really do it. It wasn't justice. Uh, yeah, it was a good Megatron figure, but it wasn't a good on-screen Megatron figure. No, fair enough. I want, if they were to do it, I want the blades to actually come out of the front of the truck, like the sword, the, the, like, mm. the really tetanus-y things coming out of the front of the truck. But if yeah. they could like, if, you've got, if you've got $700, that the 3A Megatron they made with the, the cloth cape and that went over its head and 
all that the 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 chains and the rust on its chest that was just if i was ever going to buy a statue that would have been one to buy but <laughs> money <laughs> yeah. money and sense all no sense no sense seemingly the only other figure in wave two that we know of uh oh, apart yeah, from jazz that uh hasn't come to come to be quite yet we've seen some photos earlier but not yet but uh we've got brawn here which was uh another deluxe or voyager what he size voyager. Is like jazz and lockdown a deluxe wave two and this guy in megatron a voyager yeah oh yeah that lockdown yep um can i be honest you know how I was saying that Voyagers seem to be a standout right now. <laughs> I'd like <laughs> your to words maybe back. retract that statement. Look, yeah, I can get where you're coming from. I don't <laughs> like his hands. His hands are a big, a big no-no. That you never have the fists inside of inside of boxes like that. That sucks. Yeah, that always looks terrible. Like, yeah, never. Looks good. Just... The rest of him looks decent though. I do think actually the uh, the deluxe was quite good. If they could have just oversized that yeah. and um, maybe yeah. made a few fixes to the like shoulder areas where there are there are also like numerous knockoffs of the um, leader version that have just come out, which that's supposed to be really good. That's true. So there's yeah. not much of a market for this guy, um, and then this stuff like he's got, he's got that. Uh, tank turret but if you compare the figure itself to the box art looks like it's just permanently sticking off you know straight down from his uh tailbone um yeah it does kind of look like a, fa- a bit of a phallic doesn't it yeah <laughs> looking looking at that straight like that i mean he's, he's well endowed so in like, you can't have him in like a dynamic pose or anything he's just gonna smash it over the floor uh some uh older members of the Older listeners may uh, recognise this, but uh, it's Will Defoe, the human tripod, and Madonna in body full of evidence. Um, enough of that. Uh, <laughs> okay. I, there's, there's, there's a couple of things this figure's doing that past ones haven't. All the chrome... I'm guessing it's chrome because it's shiny. Uh, I, don't I don't think it's chrome. It's better than chrome. It's like a just a metallic paint. I'm guessing it's that same that same silver that like the deluxe last night prime barricade. That that sort of bright silver that those figures had. I'm mm-hmm. guessing that's what this is because you got the hands, the knees, the face, the gun accessory. I um someone posted the the the, the, the blades not done as yeah yeah good point that that's where the budget ended um yeah i, I someone someone posted in the group before about this and how they were uh, all for it and if you don't haven't had a brawl before then yep that's fine but the revenge of the fallen deluxe brawl the desert brawl even yeah, the leader i still think even the leader's got a big backpack because of the electronics i still i prefer that lighter green camo color to this just flat olive it's not even olive green it's a real weird color on that the gun turret points out to the side on the back where you just take it off altogether and not even have it on the bot itself but at least it's got the the proper arms articulated hands the um the gatlin guns come out of the wrists to uh just add more firepower to it the chest is more pronounced i don't yeah this is this is like 
their ratchet, the studio series Ratchet. It's just I don't I don't see the need for it. I don't need to pay for it, and I don't know why anyone would want it. Yeah, it's a superfluous effort almost. And and, and just on a side note, uh, do you have any idea what's gone on with the articulation in those arms? Like, yeah, there's hinges. Yeah, there's a mushroom. There's hinges and swivels, but they're all in the wrong places. Yeah, it doesn't look good either. There's too many of them, and they're not where they're supposed to be. No, not at all. It's um, and his his shoulders look really low. I just noticed. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping you're able to rotate those up, maybe, and they're just like that. Whatever those shoulder pads are, I don't think you're going much higher than the pecs when you're lifting arms. Got those sort of bits sticking off the top. Yeah, so you've got your third party, your first party, and anything else other than this. I mean, unless this figure turns out to be amazing. I mean, it could be. Um, Look, I originally... We all thought that that um, Voyager Prime looked terrible. In I did, yeah, form. fair enough. And then everyone says that that's like the best figure in the line. So, And from the first couple of pictures, I thought the Deluxe Lockdown looked absolutely shit. But um, after I've seen some other photos of it, it looks really, really, really good. So um, I guess <laughs> you... I'll just wait and see. Do you have the Age of Extinction Lockdown? That thing is a travesty. <laughs> <laughs> suddenly, this suddenly it's a masterpiece. Yeah. Uh, and that's yeah. That, again, like the, the leader one. Yes, it doesn't have ankle joints. It doesn't have a lot of articulation that you can get a dynamic pose out of. But I've always said I don't need my Transformers to be. Dragon Ball Z characters. Like I don't need Grand Pound. I don't need I don't need Kamehame. Blah 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 blah. I don't <laughs> I don't even need to be Ninja Turtles and doing some sort of fancy four team attack pose. Like as long as they can stand Transformers Prime Black Arachnia, you're out. Um Oh that's just a terrible figure. Just <laughs> yeah, as long every, as they everything, you know? <laughs> as long as they can stand, hold a a, a, like a decent pose, I don't. I'm not. Yeah, it just. I don't care. I, I'm not looking at paying a hundred dollars more because they can ground pound. Um, obviously, I'm not saying this can, but and it might be the fact. It might be the fact that this is in its box, but it just looks flat. <laughs> well, if you look at the um back of the box image, yeah, I always thought that his it was he had a bit of a flat chest. He didn't. Yeah. Didn't look as pronounced as the last, as the last ones, and well, I'm not that's... sure how he looked in the movie. Well, he had those those minesweeper rakes on the front of him pointed out like armor, and mm. like even on on the tank, you can see it on the front of the tank there how they sort of stick out and they they added a bit more three dimensional shape to the chest. Whereas looking at that shape, that image on the back of the box, he just looks lanky and he doesn't look like a bulky tank, but. Mm. No. Yeah, it's um I really do think the deluxe does it better than this and I think they really just should have upsized that. And it's funny cuz I saw when I saw the um like in hand or the pictures of um uh professional photos of this guy, he had Nick like American pennies under his heels so like maybe this guy can't even stand either because like they were showing off the like the official shot and then there were clearly pennies to under his um heel to help him stand up so that's not looking good for this figure 
Oh, it gets worse because when I was trying to uh, show the original 2007 leader figure, um, I went to Google. I typed in 2007 leader Transformers brawl figure. Yeah. I got there was two feet. There was a couple of photos. I got more photos appear when I typed in 2007 demolisher leader figure. <laughs> oh, so yeah, that just shows where where that issue rises. So that's odd. Why didn't they also call Brawl Devastator? Devastator. I thought I would have thought it was Devastator that we came. Oh across. yeah, that's odd. Demolisher. Yeah. I've never heard him called Demolisher. Wow. I guess it makes, guess it makes sense. I, Demolisher I, was already another character. No, no, seven. It wasn't. But that's yeah. I I typed Demolisher instead of Devastator. I completely forgot. I thought it was Demolisher in the film. Um, yeah. yeah. In the subtitles, yeah. We've we've loved for the most part uh, studio series wave one. Uh, I think we're we're all pretty happy with Megatron, but Brawl. That's a we'll no see for what me. Happens. You like know, it could he, he could be the Optimus Prime of the group, so you never know. Wait, isn't Optimus Prime the worst of wave one? He looked like the worst, and apparently he's the best. He's one of the better ones. We don't have Jason here to talk about because he has him. <laughs> I, I was supposed to get him soon because I need to take a photo of him, but um, I'll get him eventually. Ah, that's all right. You guys talked about Power of the Prime, so I'm going to splurge a little bit here. With uh, Jada Toys has released photos of their upcoming Transformers series, Bumblebee, which you could call an evolution uh, series. It's... um the 2006 and the 1977 Chevrolet Camaro concept uh, cars. We've talked about uh, Transformers, especially Masterpiece, and uh, I believe we mentioned it last week as well, uh, where I like to have some of my, my Masterpiece figures in alt mode because they look better in alt mode than they do in bot mode tracks. Um, Aww. <laughs> uh, some some movie bots as well look fantastic in alt mode where they go to complete uh, explode exploding in bot mode. But um, I've 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 said before I collect the uh, the the RPMs from Revenge of the Fallen that come out, which were the Matchbox scaled and sized. That's the same thing. Matchbox scaled. Uh, Alt modes for some of the bots in Revenge of the Fallen, and underneath they had the uh, that <laughs> the the painted or not so painted uh, robot underneath. But um, mm. just having just having the alt modes in in Matchbox scale that I could post, uh, well, I could pose this Bumblebee in front of the uh, the transforming figure, just so you had sort of what it looks like. You didn't have to transform it because these bots sometimes get too complicated. Um, but these aren't matchbox scale figures. These are uh, a hell of a lot bigger. Um, I don't think we have a uh, comparison photo, but um, I think they're about a one one to thirty two scale car. Um, here, the seventy seven Camaro has all that damage and all that rust that we uh, mentioned before wasn't on the Studio Series figure. Yeah, I mean, I am. Um... When I was in Malaysia, these Jada Toys cars were just about everywhere, and they actually look really impressive in hand. Like they're good sized um, models as well. 
the, mm. the paint especially like comes off. It's got this really nice sort of premium sheen to it. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's yeah. that's that's one of the things we talked about having sort of the Autobots especially seem to be cars that exist. <laughs> we we joked last week about Ferrari F1 cars in the desert and more than meets yeah, the right. eye and all, all that all that sort of thing. But um, they 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 they're muscle cars. They're they're cars that exist um in the real world. Where now or in the eighties between in in between as well. So, like people buy the Camaro because it's Bumblebee. Oh yeah, um, after the after the after the first movie, the sales of that particular car jumped through the roof for, um, yeah, for that how company. often do you see a camaro that isn't um yellow and black now oh not at all basically <laughs> not at but all. that's but that's the thing like it was a concept car when that first movie came out and in demand at the end of 2007 in 2008 they released the the camaro and, and most of it was sold in the bubbly colors just because of the film um, and then went on into Revenge of the Fallen and Dark of the Moon to change, and they kept on releasing a new model after that going forward. Um, and even limousines. Yeah. Have you, see, have you seen the Bumblebee limousine? Uh, our friends, Melbourne Transformers in Melbourne, that uh, have that limousine in Melbourne. <laughs> right, there you go. Yep. That's yep. amazing that they did that. Mm. Well, that's, yeah, that's... <laughs> Yes, they've, they've imported a Camaro at the time. One thing, two, they've then chopped said Camaro and made into a limo at the same time. So, so is it only one of a kind that one? I'm sure there's you know over in Vegas or America there's Camaro limos getting around. I, I don't think it's a one of a kind. Okay, it definitely is here. It, I don't. I've right. never seen anything else like it here. But I, I dare say in America there's probably a few of them. Maybe not Bumblebee yellow and black, but there's probably a Camaro or two mm. limos getting around in Vegas or LA. But um, yeah, nice. Yeah, but I, I just thought they, they're nice looking car bots, and as we've said before, I'll, as I've sort of championed before, that uh, it's just good to see the old modes of the Transformers without all the the splits in the panels and that where they've got to transform. Um, I'd love to see the Datsun brothers in diecast as well, and I'm sure I can go and buy buy those at a hobby shop or something, uh, minus the Autobot symbols on them. But yeah, going on to our next figure uh, in other news, Magic Square Toys have released color photos of their uh, MSB zero two fire extinguisher. <laughs> Good name. Good name. Oh, that's a great name. Um, we, we've seen some prototypes of these before, uh, I believe, with their... Wow. No, I don't know. Um, they might have been with their uh, with their Soundwave. Um, but they've released some photos of their Inferno, which is a legend scale figure. Um, there's also a grapple coming out in the same line as well. There he is next to Cog, Cogman. Mancog. Bangkok. Oh, uh, I think the best size comparison is if you uh, go down a bit, you can see him next to MP Bumblebee. Wow. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Actually, that looks kind of a trip. You've seen it. Inferno so much smaller than B, but you know, it gives you a good idea of a size. Yeah. 
Wow. And also how much engineering they packed in at a size that small. That size, exactly. Oh, I, I shared, but even the articulation, like. Yeah, <laughs> oh, look at that. That That's looks cool. as poseable as the MP. Maybe even more. <laughs> has, yeah. has, any, has anyone got the MP in armory? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Mine's do in it. mode. What, you want me to do the... Can you do the laying on the back? Can you get the can you get the left knee the left leg over the right knee? I um yeah, the right leg. Let's have a I cry. yeah we had um one member posted a photo in the group today even like these getting down um oh is it is it something in the sun one YouTube reviewer anyway got it and he was doing some pretty uh, stressful testing um of this figure on his YouTube. YouTube video and um, like the ladder, he pulled apart. He was some listeners may remember back to a couple of years ago where John Ryan, a <laughs> fellow host, uh, took the uh, twenty dollar reject shop uh, combiner wars jet fire and uh, went to work on it. Where yeah. this reveal was going to work um, without a hammer, but uh, he was he was putting in some heavy hits. Um, Bending the ladder, removing the ladder, folding the ladder back over so it was a DNA sequence and a whole lot of other stuff. And uh, it all come to back to, back together. The guns wouldn't snap. It seemed to be a pretty bulletproof figure, and I wouldn't suggest doing that to uh, any masterpiece or third-party figures. <laughs> but um... So there we go. It's Inferno doing the same sort of thing. So, uh, like, I mean, just like have, looking at... Oh, there we go. Yeah, so... Oh. Like, just looking at the articulation scheme between the two, I mean, it looks almost identical. Um, You know, because if you go back to that guy, everything that you have here on Inferno <laughs> seems to be replicated on this smaller figure. Like, yeah. No, it looks, it looks incredible for, like, I can't... So, have you actually seen the reveal of the transformation, Brad? Yeah, it's... Is it is it really complex? No, the whole um, as as you see sort of here, like the legs fold down, the the it lays down, and then all your ladder assemblies on a uh, like a two arm extension piece that sort of clips off and comes down, but it's attached to the back of the cab. I think. Uh, oh, not just, um, I've completely clouded on them. Who made um, bag cube? Who made bag cube? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> ba the bag cube, the bag cube inferno and grapple link. They had the whole ladder and assembly and that on an arm that folded down. Um, it does much the same as that, which I'm pretty sure it's it's very close to the G1 transformation. Um, oh, cool. Like yeah, it just it just lays down. The back wheels are there, and then there's an arm that attaches the ladder and the ladder, the base of the ladder that goes to the rear. And then the arms just fold up. I don't know if we got a photo here of it. Uh, I suppose that one. So it's just there, like legs fold back, cabin, and the arms are behind it. And you've got the um, the arm in there that take all that back. Almost looks cool. like sort of the way the arm assembly flips around into the cabin, you know, and the way the legs transform that box on the back. It almost looks like it's you know going to the same. Transformation scheme as an MP as well, mm. like, which is what we've been saying a lot about 
this company, right? You know, we see their Inferno and Grapple, we see their Magnus, their mini bots, all that. This looks like miniature MPs. Mm. And you know, actually, you know, being able to compare the two now, so it, yeah, it was, they do seem to be pulling a lot of the same tricks. And I do not think that's a bad thing at all. Well, we've commented and, and John said before, like when we talked about Dinobots and me, um, my DX9 War and Pocket Dinobots, it's like the G1 transformation, It it's pretty simple. Whether it's Legend scale or Fans Toys Masterpiece scale, yes, you can do a, little, a few more intricate pieces or intricate transformations because the bot's bigger. But for the most part, the engineering's pretty simple and you can do yeah, it's it. It's the same basic motions, you know? Like Yeah. And it, it, it works. You know, it's like you, you get an MP10 and... You know, obviously the arms are still going to fold into the flanks and the legs are still going to collapse to form the rear of the truck. But, like, you know, they're able to add on stuff like there's that whole assembly which folds out to fill out that gap that's been left. And, you know, there's panels which flip around on the legs to make it more coherent in both modes. You know, so they're able to just follow these more, these you know, long-standing um, ways of doing it. Uh, but added on a bit more to make it a lot more functional. I do see one issue here, though. They've obviously they're releasing an Optimus Prime and a Sideswipe. I think these are just. I'm not. I think that's just a generation toy Prime and Iron Factory Sideswipe. Okay, because I'm going to say they don't match at all. Like <laughs> the yeah, Inferno, the Inferno is 100 percent cartoon accurate, much like the Masterpiece version, where these two don't match at all. <laughs> Yeah, all the different Legends companies seem to be sort of going for their own thing. Yeah. But after Kevin Chu posted in the um, group today where we're um, looking at the figure and just that that, that YouTube video, I'll, I'll post in the show notes, but um, just the torture the reviewer puts through this bot um, makes me all that more interested in it. But, um yep. It seems more bulletproof, but uh, yeah. Lastly, finishing off the show, we have some Bumblebee movie. We have some Bumblebee movie news. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Mikey, it's not a trailer still yet. <laughs> mm, it doesn't matter um, December, so like, probably still got a little bit to wait. Yeah, but teaser at least. Give us a little teasy peasy, you know? Hey, give, we us get- give us a little smidgen. We get a Star Wars trailer in November for the following December, so <laughs> we get something. Mm. At, uh, Travis Knight, director of Transformers, colon, Bumblebee. He's uh, finally stepped out into yep. the uh, limelight a little bit and um, had a bit of a chat about his upcoming project. Um, I think the most interesting part for us to discuss is uh one excerpt from his uh interview which is uh so what i what i was kind of trying to do with this film is uh set it it's set in the 80s and uh he wanted to harken back to the great the original g1 vibe and feeling and tone so there are definitely more into easter eggs and uh fans who are down with that will sort of recognize that sort of stuff um, there's a lot of continuity between this 
and the films that Michael Bay has done. <laughs> Lol. Expectations drop. <laughs> <laughs> but the film does stand on its own. So expectations slightly raised again. Yeah, I think uh, I think just definitely there are uh, harking back to the great original G one vibe. He's obviously yeah. not a Beast Wars fan. Boo. Uh, <laughs> I think what, from the few details that we've seen so far, it does corroborate that. Like you know the, the um, uh, Bumblebee design that we saw on the like remote control car packaging was a lot more G one than we've seen previously. You know, and he's mm. got the Volkswagen Beetle. Um, and then I, you know, I suppose it's a good way to talk about the reports from people who actually saw footage from the movie. They said that there's a scene where it's a lot, it's a lot funnier and more lighthearted. Um, and apparently the is like a, someone was quoted as saying, "There's more characterization in Bumblebee just like emoting for one scene than there was for every Transformer in five movies." Mm. I can agree with that. Four, and it's some, four, five, another five, thing five. with when he talks about <laughs> bringing back that G1 feeling, uh, there was someone was saying that Starscream is in this movie and that he looks a lot like the G1 character design. Yeah, the, I, we, we, we commented on this last week just the, the hope for the F14 Tomcat and Starscream in his original colors. But then that's you, you sort of bring up the G1 feel. I, when. I'm sure others would agree or violently disagree in the first movie when Blackout sort of comes into the Soxent base and transforms. That tingles G1 feel. Um, unfortunately, it sort of disappeared after that. <laughs> in well, the, uh, well, just that. Just, just sort of a Decepticon coming in, giving no shits about what the humans want. The fact that he obeyed them going in that far was one thing, but um, there's been there's been a couple of things across the films. I'd have to uh, prepare notes to discuss those things. I'm not not going to pull them off the top of my mind right now. But I think G one feel can be strewn in a lot of different ways. Yeah, uh, like you could say that you know Age of Extinction had a G one feel because there were like. A small group of characters, robot characters in that movie, who were all they had a very one note tone to each of their personalities, and you could say that that's G one. Oh, even just the Autobots' arrival, um, Optimus Prime, like Jazz. How does he talk like that? No, oh, we learn our languages from the World Wide Web. Well, that's more of a description as to how the hell Jazz talks like that in G one. Yet everyone has a problem with that in. The 07 movie, but uh, again, not yeah, well, not to shit on G1, but um, <laughs> yeah, it just I I can see, I don't know what we don't know what they're planning after Bumblebee. We know that um, roadmap or future films with bloody Dungeons and Dragons and Aquanauts and whatever else is coming out, and then the, the whole. Whatever it is, um, coming in 2021, like this, I, this could be if this is successful and there's enough fan love, critic love, this could be the start of a new trilogy that sort of is set in the 80s. We can bring in more of those 80s bots and G1 characters in their G1 modes, 
yeah, like, and it might be better than the '86 movie because, yeah, I mean, <laughs> the thing is, after the last night, I said a few months after, I said, yeah, we're done, we're rebooting the franchise, the movies are over. But I feel like if this does well, then you know, it probably might open up the door for them to go, okay, people seem to like this little corner of a universe. Why don't we expand upon that? And so the live, and so pending the success of this movie, the live action movie franchise, or in its current state, might not be as dead as we think. Did we ever hear Michael Bay? complimenting G1 and saying how he's going for a certain feel. I don't think Michael Bay has complimented anything, anything in his entire life. Yeah. Aside from the not... of his own penis. And... Yeah, apparently. <laughs> nah, come on, come Isn't on. that robot chicken thing? That was funny. Uh, yeah. I, I prefer the uh, the South Park one, but um, yeah, he, he he made a lot of money for the franchise, so we let's not judge. Um... Uh, it just I seems. Will, it just seems. Thank you very much. To, to come out, to come out and call it now. This might be marketing or script writers or something in his ear saying, "Hey, mention G one, the fans will love you." We'll we'll see at the end of the year, but it just it seems like he's making it. He's, he's he knows what G one is. He knows that uh, he obviously knows that michael bay films weren't the best but we're gonna to have to tie into them a little everybody bit everybody knows that well from, from what we know so far he's not just paying lip service like he's actively gone ahead and you know um we know that he's using a much more g1 bumblebee design and from the sounds of things he's done it to an even greater extent with starscream you know so he's certainly hopefully he's making an effort in that respect so and people people have seen footage and uh, are commenting in high well not high regards but are commenting positively about it. Which it, I and it's taken it's taken ten years of Transformers films to let Volkswagen use the goddamn Beetle. Like yeah. it, yep. if, if 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 you hate Michael Bay enough, at least give him praise where five of his shitty films have given Volkswagen the reason to say, hey, we can advertise here and sell a car that's no longer in production. <laughs> I think... Um, yeah, because... Yeah. Another thing to note is that people are really tired of Michael Bay and Michael Bay's Existing. style. Okay, so the fact that um, people have been talking about this positively means that it's going to be a lot different. Because if the footage from this movie had even a hint of Michael Bayisms, then people would be saying, yeah, it's just more of the same. You know, and they wouldn't be nearly as receptive to it. But because yeah. it is you know, but because they're saying, hey, we're really liking this, that what we can almost definitely garner is that it's gonna be a totally different thing to what we've come to expect from these we're movies. It's still influences by Michael Bay. Well, well, what what could those the more recent Marvel movies? You know how tonally different some of them are from each other. Like for Ragnarok, oh. it was like a very different movie to Civil War. True. Yeah. And let's, so let's, I feel like let's if keep we can... it. Let's keep it in the in the lines of the film. It's it's far different to 
Uh, what's four two called again? Dark the world. Dark world. <laughs> dark world. <laughs> yeah, see, that's like yeah, the same Case franchise as well. Yeah, case in point. Like that's that's the thing. Like you're 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 saying how yes, you've got the heist movie, you've got the galactic movie, you've got this and that movie where individual film trilogies don't even keep it straight. So let's not let's not go into the fact that Hulk started as uh, not Mark Ruffalo, but uh, um, yeah, the point still stands. Like within the same franchise, it, it, there will be tonal departures and i think that has worked for a lot of these shared universe things and so if there is more of a tonal departure with this bumblebee movie i think that's gonna do it an immense amount of favors and it's probably it's gonna go really well for um the general public perception of a transformers franchise hmm So, there's a lot of continuity between this and the films that Michael Bay has done. What they do we think? Co- they say continuity. But what, I reckon what that means is that Bumblebee loses his voice in this movie. Yeah, that's it. Oh, <laughs> no. No, that's oh, got to go to Megatron. No, no, no. That has, unless there's a flashback no from Cybertron. It's just, it's a super obvious thing that the studio is just going to be like, hey, Travis, let's, do that. Let's retcon it, yeah. <laughs> Also, also, he's probably well. We know that they're not going to have a lot of bots, so I'm guessing he's the only one of only one, maybe two Autobots on the planet. Is he it, has... I think rumors are it's Bumblebee, Hot Rod, Optimus, Barricade, Starscream, and a female Decepticon. Well, I still think Optimus is going to be a some sort of communication. I'm very yeah, if they're not gonna if they're not gonna go full franchise with this and just go with a standalone and the end's gonna be I found the boy come to Earth. Yeah. Or like, you know, it's it's like Bumblebee sacrifices himself to save the human character and then at the end Prime has to take him away to fix him up or something. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Only time can tell. What if God was one of us? Yeah, I'd, I'd be really surprised if they don't put Hot Rod in this movie because it's Hot Rod. Because they establish that he's been on Earth since at least the nineteen forties, and that he's really close to Bumblebee. So uh, that's be, not. It'd be a strange thing to not put him in this movie. It let's wouldn't. Take- Let's take the last night out of this, shall we? Because I also seen photos of Einhide with Napoleon and <laughs> other. <laughs> and I'm sure Ratchet was there somewhere helping the uh, Egyptians yeah. build the pyramid. Ratchet oh, yeah, was like, like, like yeah. what was it? Is bulkhead in the American Revolution or something? Yeah, and then let's like not, let's not go too far into this. <laughs> I think the thing is, I'm probably just more biased because I really like movie Hot Rod. And I'm about the only person in the world who feels that way. Yeah, how dare you? Well, okay. Slight tangent. He may have a French accent, but the character is spot on. Like, it done some things that past Transformers didn't. The fact that he interacts with his driver when in alt mode, 
is one thing that has never been happened in previous Transformers films when the cars are in alt mode, they're just sitting there. Probably and it's one has. thing I've always hated is just the cars sit there. There's no voiceover. You've got the voice actors. You get a line. Hop in. Open done that. Yeah, but in... He oh, did no, right, no, movie. we're not going to do the radio thing. She's Doesn't a super it's... freak. Super freak. Well, what about when the time he interacted, like... Yeah, and smashed that it, poor it... chick's head into the dashboard and killed yeah, her. Yeah, right. Oh, no, because she survived, because she's a pretender. She's a pretender, as yes. pretenders. Sam, Sam, pay attention. Her face just slammed into a dashboard. <laughs> she should be dead. Yeah, should. Movies. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's close this out, shall we? New acquisitions. Mikey, you've uh, found yeah. some bots at retail. Yeah, you say bots, but at the end of the day, it ends up only being this guy. That would be oh. Battle Trap. Um, Coin! So, yeah, basically. So, um... I actually work with this client who I just go, um, we just go, we catch a bus to the shops and then he looks for his little Lego sets because he likes to buy Lego. And um, I thought, you know what, I'm going to have a look in the Transformers aisle because he he likes Transformers too. So if he finds something, he usually likes to pick it up too. Um, So we went to Toys R Us and lo and behold, they had both these guys there. I'm just like, yeah, I, I can't pass this up. I definitely can't pass this up. And, um, yeah, I picked them up. They also had a, pretty much the whole range of um, the Studio Series line. And I didn't actually check. I, I jumped on these and then I just went away and just like, yes, I got them. Uh, I didn't really check that I, uh, they had the Deluxes or any of the Voyages from Wave 2. Um, I'm also going to get the Prime Masters eventually, but... Um, yeah, I didn't check if I had those either. I just, I just, again, or, or yeah, hopefully, <laughs> if if they're still around by then. Yeah, um, yeah well, that's a good point. Um, so I, all I did was basically I just saw these two and I'm just like, yes, grabbed them and I ran away. I'm just like, yes, I can't believe I got them. Um, and yeah, so what's he like? Um, the two, so Battle Slash is pretty crappy in helicopter mode. Um, <laughs> decent in robot mode he's got really weird thighs because they're his um because they're battle battle <laughs> arms um but yeah he's he's a decent figure i think um road traps the better of the two but he has his flaws as well i mean the vehicle mode the front of the vehicle mode looks great the back of the vehicle mode's kind of um messy is what you can just call it and his robot mode's pretty much perfect he's uh, like a great little generic decepticon um, and then they combine, and yeah, he, they make a pretty convincing um, battle trap. And if they have the balls not to release flywheels, <laughs> I <laughs> they, they, they will do him right because I'll... they said we're not going to start a set and not finish it, and they've started they started doing this. So they, they have to. Uh, I've I've got this really horrible thinking feeling that they might just. Dude, they're just like, hey, have this awesome little set. And guess what? That's it. Oh, but it's um, such easy money for them. It would be. It's like, yeah. yeah. And then all they have to do is if they did the interchangeable, um, so say if you could put the top of Battle Trap on the, the bottom of Flywheels. Um, they but could, it has they to be could... the same connection point. Sure. Yeah, yeah, they'll have to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
but give like, me energy on flashbacks, Mikey. You don't go there. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> if they did it well, then what they could do is release, just repaint them, and then release, and then maybe do new head sculpts for the all of them, really, and then make them or make the Autobot um, Duracons from the comics. So mm. that could be cool. Um, but just for these guys, he's got a lot of posability even in the legs. I, I was surprised because you know how to, to split up the middle of the whole robot to make the legs and yeah. yeah. Um, all modes are well articulated. And the only unfortunate thing is, look at his Decepticon symbol and tell me what's wrong with it. Crooked? A yeah, bit blurry. It, it, yeah, it it's blurry. It's, it's still too. focusing on you. Oh, it's not <laughs> You're the bigger. It's like slightly Oh, it left. is too, yeah. Yeah, but it is too. It is very un... Uh, I don't know. If, yeah, but you can just see by the blurriness. Yeah, um, yeah. It you is not centred at all. It is... It really, really bugs me, so I'm hoping they've got a... A repro label set. I know there's actually a non F kit that gives him guns and stuff. Um, but yeah, he's really, really. The combined mode is really worth it. The two little bots are half decent. So yeah, I think he's. I think he's definitely worth a pickup. Because um, we haven't Quest- had this character in so long. Question. Yeah. The supposed ninja sword attached to his back. Give it a spin. That's his blades, isn't it? From the helicopter mode. Yeah, you can't spin it in this mode. Oh, okay. So it actually locks into place there, like that. It it doesn't really lock. I mean, but it's it's restricted. It's there. It's uh, it is restricted. So you can like yeah. if you shake him, he's not gonna thing. Yeah. You can have it in any position. It kind of just stays there because yeah. it's because of the way it's transferred. Some people were annoyed with the backpack, and there are some uh, different uh, iterations of the backpack. But I like it like this because yeah. I like having the blade actually to the side tilted like that. Like well, that's it. the whole the whole time you've been displaying it. It looks it just looks like a samurai bot's got his weapon on his back. It just yeah, no. The funny thing is, if you look on the packaging for Battle Slash, it 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 um it kind of makes it like that you can actually take off the blade from the arm and put it into his hand. Now I've done that. I've taken the blade off his arm because it is on his right arm. The blade is spinning on his right arm. You can't actually physically fit it into his hand. <laughs> so I don't know why they did the false advertising there, actually having him hold it as a sword, but that actually kind of did piss me off. So that, that didn't annoy me about Battle Slash, but you know, well, it might've um, been, it might've been something in engineering production. They've said, we're going to make this figure do this. And then it couldn't do it. And, it wasn't told to marketing. Yeah, it was. Anyway, it was stupid. I just like, I was just like, why would you say you can do it? And it cut. It, it, it really hurt me. It really hurt my feelings. <laughs> oh, so, all the deep feels. Deep feels. Definitely like deep feels. But yeah, um, I think worth a pickup for this guy. Definitely. He every everyone is hunting for that thing right now. Yeah, you'll like, find him. Don't worry. Is yeah. when Wave Two rocks up, you'll definitely you'll 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 be flooded up with him. Don't worry. That worries. Max, uh, interesting title in the run sheet. Black Man <laughs> Aries Nitron. Black, man, Black Man's Ass Nitron. What's, uh, <laughs> what are you looking at here? Okay, um, I was going to start off with something else, but I suppose <laughs> I'll, I'll get this out of the way. Then. Um, Can, what? This, this is Black Mamba Aries <laughs> Nitrogen. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> what the hell? Sorry, that's great. Um, so this is a knockoff. Um, it's by so it's of obviously of the last night Nitro Zeus. Uh, it's done by Black Mamba, who are 
formerly Kuban Bao. Dan, that's um, a big figure. Yeah, he's a big boy. Um, <laughs> the, his theory is next to like Legend Shockwave. So yeah, this wow. is originally a Voyager figure, and now he's like bigger than a leader <laughs> class. And nice. it's just a phenomenal piece. Like I only opened it today, and it excels in every possible way. You know, mm. I don't know how well you can see it on the Hangout, but every little detail on him is picked out in paint. Jesus yeah, Christ, it's, yeah. It's yeah, definitely so sweet. well done. It's yeah, It looks incredible. And it was really um, cheap well, wasn't it? Yeah, this is like 55 bucks posted from Tom. Oh, wow. It, yeah, it's posted a as well, yeah. It is, yeah. Um, he's got two heads of him, so if you're you know, an idiot, then you can have him displayed with a toy head. <laughs> or <laughs> straight up, Max. Just straight up. Or if you're a magician, you can have him displayed with the movie head. Because uh, um, the toy head is just the KSI drone from Age of Extinction, whereas the movie head is Shockwave's head from Dark Moon. Also, the uh, Soundwave head from Revenge of the Fallen. Yeah, this guy's CGI model sort of cobbled together a few parts. Well, then the Age of Extinction, we did see Shockwave with two heads in his Shockwave mode. So. What was his name again? Oh, what was his name? I don't... It didn't have a name. I think they just called it, like, Double-Headed Shockwave. Yeah. Like, it didn't have a name. It was just, it was just a minion of Galvatron. That's all we needed to know. Let's, let's not compute. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Rock solid. Like, the plastic on this is amazing. He's got you know, nice, tight ratchet joints everywhere. Um... Super poseable, like you got you know, nice deep bend on the knee. They added in ankle tilts as well, which he didn't have initially. Wow, they're um, better knee guards than the bloody masterpiece cone heads. Look at that. That's yeah, death. And then they Just knee somewhere in the face. On the Voyager version, <laughs> they're stuck like this, but on this knockoff one, you can fold it down like that. So, oh, nice. You know, looks a little bit nicer. Oh, it's my friend. I'm not going to knee him in the face now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not. What's it worth noting? There's die. There's a lot of die cast in him, like the feet down here. That's a nice big chunk of uh, metal. So he's got a really firm base to stand on. Uh, the sort of axe crossbow type thing. These two sections. This is spike off to the side. Those are both die cast. Uh, it feels like there's some more uh, internally, um, like in the main torso, but I'm not exactly sure where. Um, I almost feel like he doesn't need it though. Like the plastic is just so solid. All right. So first question, he's obviously going for the shockwave head. We can clearly see that purple chain cannon ammo feeder going to his right arm, but uh, is a shockwave feature as well. Um, it's just. Oh, yeah, this is added on as well. Like this is not the official one. As in the Hasbro release. Yeah, the Hasbro release doesn't have a hose here. No, no, this this is this is what comes with the KO version. But it's just it's a it's a wonder how much they're going for this is this is clearly Shockwave where why the hell are we calling it Nitro Zeus and making a completely new character when we I could guess... have just brought him back and had an eye patch or something. Well like, I don't... In... One of his bios that got released, apparently he was like a massive fan of Shockwaves. And so, like, when Shockwave died, well, he got really call it, upset and all that. Mikey, you grew up with 
Amada and that. What's the um? What, who's Shockwave's brother in that? Shock. Oh, six Shockquake. Six shot. No, Shockquake or something. Six not, shot. No, it's not six shot. No, in and John. Shock Blast is his shock name. Blast. It's called Shock Blast. Shockwave yeah. is called Shock Blast, and then his brother the Six Shot. Disregard. Um, uh, so what the transformation? <laughs> like he's got the big, obviously the big front of the plane on his left arm. Yeah, uh, like, just just like the original. The 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 engines on his shoulders and that all fold out to make the wings and that like the original figure. Yeah. So I was, you know, speaking of the transformation, <laughs> I, I can't, you know, fall. I can't not talk about what Hasbro did for this thing. Like this is a phenomenally engineered figure. Like the transformations, like really asymmetrical as well so like the this arm like winds up attached to his crotch and like this arm winds up sticking out from where his head is and then legs end up folded up all around the side you know the pods on the shoulders they fold out to become the wings it's kind of a trip doing it the first time through but it's you do it and you're like Okay, that was pure genius. It's so, uh, a really well engineered figure. It just goes to show that uh, there's a reason it's called the cockpit. <laughs> I'm you, not. Brad. I'm you not. You deserve all the praise. I'm not dropping my yiddy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, apart from the black mamba, what else have you got there? You got someone else? Uh, yes. Yeah, so. While I was in Malaysia, I, of course, went shopping. Oh, um, did you get some whistles? <laughs> some whistles? Yeah. I've, I've, heard, I've heard many uh, bad stories of people ordering figures from Malaysia and getting $1, like these are $200 hot toys figures or something, and getting 50-cent whirly whistles or something instead okay. and scammed. Well, yeah, over. okay. I mean, I did get scammed because I... Um, bought a knockoff Marvel Legend actually, which kind of pissed me off. Um, <laughs> I, I actually I did buy a hot toy though. Got the Predator, um, <gasps> but most of the most of the stuff I bought I haven't opened yet, except for just about three other Transformers as well. But with the exception of this little guy. So you remember the uh, Legend Shockwave from a couple of years back? This is mm-hmm. the Takara version. You know, mm-hmm. much nicer color scheme. I, you know, love that figure. This is the third one of him I own. I've got like the standard retail version on the shelf, plus another one with Combiner Wars Bruticus, and now this version. So, well, for memory, that that original Shockwave went more movie, the, like, the darker, the real dark purple. Yeah, whereas um, this has the same sort of color scheme as a masterpiece, like it's a much lighter <laughs> purple, but with a really nice matte finish to it, um, and more solid. Yeah, actually, it, it is more solid. Like I don't know what it is about it, but the joints are stiffer on this figure, which I was not expecting, but was a pleasant Stiffly surprise. Though. Hashtag done is better than masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I won't pretend the masterpiece is perfect as much as I love it. Um, Good. Good. Let's let's stick with that. (laughs) He also comes with my favorite Titan Master, Cancer. Ah, yes. Yep. Which is uh, is the Takara version of. You're a sicko. You like Cancer? Slash. Yeah. I I do. He's really well painted. It's a collectible piece. 
Yeah, I've, I didn't quite get the whole thing around these nicely painted Titan Masters, but having one in hand now, you know, basically a year after the fact, I get it. You know, you like may having, want to get that cut out. Yeah, like <laughs> having, you know, different you know, three or four different color schemes on either side of him, you know, nicely picked out details in the head mode um, beyond just what you can see on the face, you know, and even in the Titan master mode, he's got like two separate colors picked out on his tiny little head sculpt there, which, you know, considering the size of him and the fact that he's just a pack in with a regular legends figure is Mm. pretty good in my opinion. Yeah. Now the Kara ones do a better job of having that paint. It's more than just two, two or three molded plastic pieces joined together like the Hasbro ones. Yeah, I've been wanting to track this set down for a while, but I couldn't really find it for anything other than thirty bucks. I'm like, I know it's for Dakara version, but I don't want to pay thirty dollars <laughs> for a Legends figure. But then, I like the quality. Oh, even as much as I like the paint on this, you know, it was still a bit too much. But it was twenty Australian dollars in Malaysia, so I'm like, right. Avenue. And yeah, he's a really nice looking little figure. Nice. Lovely. Is that that's the last of it? Yeah, now I just need to go completionist and get the action master version from Bruticus. <laughs> Good luck with that search. Yeah, no kidding. Anything mm. for you? No, no, I've uh I spent a lot of money. Now I regret spending that amount of money because of, uh, in between jobs still and a uh, new job starts on Tuesday. So hopefully that gives me some uh, ability to spend again. Briefly in TCCA business, um, April donation drive is done. Thank you to everyone that donated. We had two or three donors that sort of posted as I was starting this show, otherwise I was going to do the live draw now. Sorry. Boo. <laughs> it wasn't just you, Mikey. There was a couple others as well that got in late, so that's fine. I'll um I'll get those ticket numbers done in the morning and uh Believe never. What are you guys doing Sunday Arvo? Wanna have a chat? Draw some figures. I mean, am I allowed to given that I donated? Yeah. Oh well I'm drawing them. You're just here to talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> You're here. Still air in the meantime. Um, yeah, awesome. I'll probably be able to... Yeah, don't see any reason why I won't be able to. Okay. All right. We'll see how we go Sunday. Indeed. But um, a massive thank you. We had a couple of donors that went above and beyond with a $100 donation, which got us up well over the... Uh, well over... Just over the 200, 200 list, which um, normally oh, for these donations... <laughs> where I'm going to look at something for them, especially because... Um, it needs to be rewarded. Uh, normally, the, normally we spend about five hundred dollars on figures this year or this time. We're lucky enough to have those figures kindly donated by Xavier's Toys and Toy Body Imports. So, massive thank you to those guys. Um, so, the two hundred figure, the two hundred ticket sale was pretty much the goal. Uh, Three hundred would have been the goal if we had paid for the figures. But um, we're going to draw that live this Sunday. Um, those listening on the podcast, that draw would have been said and done. So those viewing the show on YouTube, check out the uh, the group and the uh, the page and uh, we'll get that up um, Sunday evening. Uh, we haven't done that convention stuff yet. So that's the outro. Um, 
thank you for listening. Uh, if you have watched along with us tonight or watching along with the video now, thank you. This is a live recording of the show. The produced podcast goes up on transformersweekly.podbean.com. So head over there and check out the uh, the pod, podbean, the podcast feed. Um, Transformers CCA, everything you want to know about us is over on transformerscca.com or check out our Facebook page or our Facebook group at Trans Australian Transformers Collectors Club. No, it's not even that, goddammit. Uh, Transformers Collectors Club Australia. Jeez. Four and a half years and I'm still screwing it up. Um, Four and a half years, bloody hell. Yeah. Um, podcast feed, RSS feeds over there on the Podbean show panel thing. Um, our new companion podcast, Transformers Legends, will be recording our farewell episode Sunday, possibly because uh, we're closing that down um, after seven, eight episodes. Uh, I've with work changing. I I've gone from being able to get these podcasts, this Legends, and another podcast uh, edited in two days, where now. I'm spending four days just getting this and the other podcast edited, so it's just I've lost. Uh, Chris Turner, welcome to the podcast. Uh, commenting on April fourth instead of May fourth. Thank you, sir. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I yeah, I just don't have time to edit the ah, podcast Chris. as much as I did anymore. So uh, we're we're gonna on. we're gonna sign off on that and uh, bid farewell. We might do a YouTube show every now and then, but apart from that. Everything Transformers Collects Cup Australia. Um, I've just been redoing the site a little bit. Uh, we haven't had any of the 2008 conventions, meetups, and everything like that posted on there. So I'm getting that stuff filled in. But uh, apart from that, that's uh, episode 151. Mikey. Na 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 na. Na 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 na. Hey. Goodbye. Pardon me. <laughs> <laughs> Delayed. <laughs> that, are we still live? Yeah, we are. We are. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what? I was just a bit yawny. Oh, okay. Max, thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you. And uh, we'll be back next week. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll, we'll be back Sunday night for a uh, donation drive draw, but uh, the podcast will be back next week. Sweet. Awesome. All right. Oh. See you then. Enjoy, guys. Winnings grinning. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs> See you guys next week. Bye.